0: Welcome to another podcast episode named People of Divine Naples. Today you will hear an interview that was done on the very beginning of our Divine Naples podcast. This was the second interview I have ever done in the United States on 14th of January 2018. This interview was never published but for many reasons, today I have to bring it to your ears. You will hear voice from my dear friend for 22 years, my neighbor for 18 years, the businessman that you should have known and the person that will be missed by many if you are one of them you will always find his voice here speaking enjoy the show Hello all divine people, welcome to episode 433 named People of Divine Naples. I have the great pleasure to welcome a person that decided to dedicate his 22 years of passion for people. He enjoyed to make them happy through taste buds and good vibration. He started experimenting in Naples 2001 with Chicky Hut where he blended in community immediately. After that he opened best rated and most successful barbecue restaurant in southwest Florida, Black Eyed Pig. And he built from scratch Franklin Social. Here's one and only Carl Osborne.
1: Hey, Rich, how are you today? I'm doing great. Good to have you, if comfortable. Yeah, all good. Yeah? And uh, our bar is serving good? Yeah,
2: beer's good. Check
1: it out. We like to have interviews uh, relaxed, so we are prepared with uh, whatever you wish uh, as drinks. So (laughs) if anybody want to come over and do the interview, so make sure we get the right information. So you're sitting here in a uh, very humble studio. I hope you're feeling comfortable and good. Uh, whether it's cold outside, it's good, uh, probably good time to maybe uh, do barbecue. A lot of people uh, maybe do barbecue because it's Sunday today, and you've been doing this for 15 years. Isn't enough of barbecue right now? Is it going to continue?
2: Ah, uh, yeah, we're just getting on a good roll right now. I'm actually at the restaurant. We're in year 10 right now, but uh, I had five
1: years prior doing outside stuff. The the question was, you know, if you still like it.
2: I still like it i love barbecue <laughs>
1: that's good let's just uh, tell everybody uh what is the name of your restaurant where you're located so we can start with that and let's just roll
2: we're at the uh the black-eyed pig barbecue it's 5307 shirley street in naples just off pine ridge road between airport or naples boulevard and
1: goodlet road it's uh, hard to find so you guys have to get on that road and is um it's a very short distance from pine ridge And you will see from a long way the pig eye, uh, the design on the the building. So it's barbecue with a big pig face. Yeah, yeah, it's a very inviting pig face.
2: I wanted a big pink pig to put on top, but they won't
1: let me do that. Oh, really? Yeah. But you can smell it from a long distance. (laughs) Yes. All right, uh, you end up in Naples when? When did you come here? Uh, 2001. Came down from uh, the Orlando area. Oh, really? So you lived in Orlando before?
2: I did. I came to Orlando in 1986 with the Olive
1: Garden. Oh really? So you, you... I didn't even know that. I know you for a long time. I didn't know you were in Olive Garden.
2: Yeah, they, uh, I was with Ruby Tuesday prior for four years, uh-huh. and I uh, came with the Olive Garden '86 to Orlando when they had four restaurants, I think.
1: So that is uh, there's a long way where you're the expert in restaurants. You picked up a lot of practice there. Uh, there's
2: yeah, I had a lot of practice uh, closing restaurants and opening restaurants and uh, lots of employees. Yeah.
1: So you know how to do it. Yes, absolutely. And you know, there's a reason for uh, probably keep it in the size you have it because it's very limited and. Seating is very limited with employees, so you can focus on the quality. And uh, there is probably that the the end is you've been voted as as many people say the best barbecue in Naples. So, what is the special on that?
2: Well, we uh, decided in the beginning the the building was a a breakfast lunch restaurant. We bought it, and it had never been open for dinner. So we started opening lunch and dinner, and we got rid of everything that that we don't do. We got rid of salads, so we're basically just barbecue. If you smoke it, uh, we've got. So we just sell what we do. We don't try to be everything to everybody. We do barbecue. That's it.
1: That was very simple. Yes. And you do the hot sauces? Uh, everything is yours?
2: Uh, we, uh, homemade sauce. Uh, Recipes? Rub, everything.
1: Really? I just have to tell everybody who's listening right now. We don't talking uh, ordinary barbecue, one like you can buy in the uh, Costco and you roll it out at your parking lot, load it in your SUV. This is serious business. Your barbecue is uh, probably 10 times maybe more bigger. Now you bought another little barbecue, I would say, right? The specialty built for you, for your business, correct?
2: Yeah, we've got a competition smoker now. we are gonna start with the spring, but we use it on a lot of caterings. But uh, go, going back to the recipes, I got a great friend of mine who I met here in my first business venture here in town, which was a little bar. Uh, he's from Oklahoma, and his family's been in business since 1930 in the barbecue business. So a lot of my recipes came from him. So they're well tested. They've been there 85, uh, 80, going on 88 years now. Mm-hmm. So so
1: would you say this is like southern taste or what what is this exactly well like louisiana well
2: oklahoma it's it's a dry rub everything's dry rub and hickory smoke okay never baked never boiled it's just uh it's smoked
1: how many hours do you have to smoke like ribs
2: uh ribs are like run around three and a half to four hours depending on the size we do baby backs and st louis as well Mm -hmm. um st louis are the ones that came out of oklahoma we kind of threw the baby backs in for the east coast kind of people
1: and what's the best seller
2: uh, they sell about equal. We sell a couple hundred racks of each a week. You know, we have 35 seats, um, so we stay pretty busy.
1: I think you did really well when uh, bikers start showing up because they, they love the type of food, and, and uh, I think there's always a lot of bikes on your parking spaces. There's a lot of
2: bikes. There's a lot of guys. Uh, golf outings. Um, we get we always get the guys. We're a big guy hang out for lunch, and then uh, they all bring their, uh, their wives at, at dinner.
1: Okay, good. So you do... What what I mean you do pick you do chicken you do sausages what just tell us a little bit so everybody who's listening is uh, you know their mouth is already watering right now.
2: Well, we do pulled pork is our specialty. We call ourselves Home the Pulled Pork. Um, we also do the dry rub uh, St. Louis ribs, the baby back ribs, um, killer killer beef brisket is fantastic, and our specialty is a smoked chicken wing, a dry rub smoked chicken wing. Oh, I have to try that. And then they're flash fried, uh, <clears throat> so they're they're crispy. And smoke, they fall off the bone like any other barbecue product would. I
1: have to say, you know, your restaurant is kind of, uh, um, you know, not what a lot of people would expect, like high-end stuff. It's just like, you know, the place you would find somewhere traveling maybe in Arizona in a little village and, you know, just like a little house and somebody has the passion to to start a little restaurant or something so it's kind of unusual for naples because everybody's trying their best with design and with the service with everything and you just come to your restaurant and you just the, the personalized service level is just completely different and i know you are the one behind the smoker uh, so many hours and just you know flipping the meats and and the passion yours uh you know doing this type of business is, is probably not easy to find somebody who would do the same thing as you right
2: well i have some great help i have uh Two of the people in my kitchen have been with me since we opened so uh most of the recipes were mine mm-hmm. or jerry's or you know again but uh, i have a very very good daytime kitchen staff that takes care of that kind of stuff as
1: well how many employees do you have uh six six employees i mean that's not a small operation it's still you know six six responsibilities you have to make sure they have a job and that's really wonderful because you know in naples one of the things is a lot of restaurants are just seasonal and uh, you, because you focus on, on local people, and a lot of locals more know more about you than, than visitors because uh, you know they, they probably don't seek to go for barbecue, they go to Italian restaurant. And hopefully we can change that, we can entice and get people into your door, just try something unusual, different in Naples. But having you know business and employ six people year around is just a great thing.
2: Yeah, we just uh, started our 10th year at the restaurant. So uh, most of them have been with me for a long time. So it's kind of like a little family operation, but uh, when you drive by on the outside, don't don't uh, you know get excited. It's not a
1: yeah, but (laughs) that that doesn't really matter. You know, it's
2: not the prettiest building. We used to have a lot of people that drive by. Used to Fifth Avenue and Mercado and all those things. They would drive by and the guy's dying to eat barbecue, but his wife was like, "No, I'm not going in there." Well, that's (laughs) they're they're lost, right? (laughs) I mean,
1: do do you guys deliver?
2: uh we deliver large parties pre- oh, okay pre- so pre- you cater parties. yeah no
1: then, like then they have chance if they right. they're from port royal mean they have a party they can instead of barbecuing in the house they can yeah just we do call a lot
2: of, a lot of condo associations a lot of weddings um you know in the season we do a lot of stuff we do a lot of big
1: parties so uh, tell us where the meat and everything you come from because i just learned your uh, baby ribs comes from what uh baby backs come out of chile that is interesting. Chile. How did you decide? I mean, what did you decide? How I mean, how we make decision? Baby ribs are the best in Chile.
2: Well, there's a lot of things that go into your product. Uh, quality is more important than the pricing. Um, you know, well, obviously there's a there's a happy ground there that you can uh, a price for what you can sell for and what you have to pay for. So there's a lot of cooking, a lot of testing, a lot of samples. Uh, and just a lot of, uh, like every other business, there's a lot of trial and error.
1: All right. So, I mean, still, do you find, how did you find out they do the best in baby ribs?
2: Uh First of all, the size of the baby backs were good. They're, they're 20 to 24 ounces pre cooked. Uh-huh. And a lot of the uh, Danish baby backs are only one pound. Uh-huh. And a lot of the American baby backs are two and a half pounds. So, to, to get the right price point and the right meal and quality, uh, the Chilean. Baby backs worked really well. We we have been
1: interrupted with an earthquake or two. <laughs> oh really? So yeah. <laughs> so you, your products were not on the shelves because earthquake just happened. Yeah, yeah. that is interesting. A lot of people, uh, because uh, some other things like uh, there's a strike or something, but you, the earthquake, earthquake, uh, Chile people always in the business with <laughs> you. Great. No, I mean that's great to hear and, and know, you know, the, just the, the knowledge you have and also you know the passion. the finding products in, as uh, in different country and have it shipped, so you can you can serve it. It's just amazing.
2: Well, there's, a, there's good availability, like I say, most of the time, and uh, they're a consistent product. They're individually wrapped,
1: so they they handle well. Oh, that's uh, awesome, and they're always fresh right so what is your favorite when you're cooking are uh, you tasting when you're cooking like you're standing there on hours and you, I mean, you must have like
2: uh, I usually eat on Sundays when, I, when I'm when i not at the restaurant I'll take some home but
1: I love the brisket oh really and the chicken wings well I hope, we're gonna, I hope I hope we, we'll be able to taste it here in the office maybe in we're church.
2: having uh, uh, my girlfriend's uh, son is leaving tomorrow so we're having a little going away for him back to college so we're having
1: we're having ribs today oh good so sunday ribs not brisket right for you this week right that's the venue
2: ribs and football
1: but when you're cooking okay. i mean you're standing there for hours and you just like you is there like you're tasting and make sure it's right or how you i mean the no. process is completely different you know when a chef in the kitchen somewhere just make your pasta they don't they know is the same thing you know i'm saying five minutes in the water and that's it but you know cooking and and doing something over the fire uh, and there's a wood, right? You put a wood uh, slice of the wood in, involved and stuff. That's just a little different.
2: Our uh, everyday smoker is called a southern. It's a Southern Pride smoker. And the gentleman owns the company, uh, lives in the area as well. Uh, so it's uh, it's a digital, all digital time. I can't do competitions with it because it's a very consistent restaurant price. Oh, very okay, expensive. Okay. It's propane fired into a wood box okay. and it's convection into the oven mm-hmm. and it's rotisserie. And it has water in the bottom for the moisture so nothing dries out. And it's digital time and temperature holds it within five minutes. So it's, uh, once you get the program down and your timing down and the temperature down.
1: Uh, so you can take a nap?
2: It, yeah, well, kind of, sort of, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just learned something new. I mean, as I said before, it's not just ordinary, you know, uh, like a barbecue thing for 400 bucks in the store. It's not like the right. one with the chalk, uh, chalk in it and you just throw the gasoline on it to take, you know, make it in the fire. I've seen it. It's uh, a sophisticated machine. I didn't know. Yeah, it's just they, all involved.
2: Uh, they started at about $20,000. Oh, that's so. a chunk
1: of investment, yeah. right there. So they're,
2: uh, yeah, it's a, it's you know it's like every other business. There's there's an upfront cost to getting involved in it. So, but fortunately we've done well and everything's good.
1: Yeah, well, what I like on the restaurant is like the atmosphere. You know, just the happy, happy thing. You know, it's just you feel when you walk in, you just feel like not in Naples. So if anybody's just like you know uh, want to feel a little different, uh, you know, out of out of Naples at least with the mind. Behind your door, that's when they're going to feel like it because, you know, when you walk in, the design is like, you know, it's just a relaxed design and the music you're playing and just the girls, you know, serving, is just like they all have a smile in it. You know, even, even sometimes the job has to be, you know, really hard what they do, but it's just a different atmosphere. I really, really like it.
2: Yeah, we have our moments, uh, you know, <laughs> like every business, but uh, I grew up in West Virginia, so you'll see a lot of West Virginia uh-huh. uh, memorabilia in there. Uh, Big college fan, big mountaineer fan, but it's uh, seven tables, it's very, very homey it's um, it's just a great place It's you know we have a little, the, a little platform behind it's kind of elevated so it's kind of like being on stage all day yeah uh, so I can overlook the tables and see what's going on all the time it's, but I have great staff everything's great
1: yeah I mean you, you just focus on, on the quality food and that's great no, not like live music type of event and stuff no just the entertainment is there just with the friends and people which we're are really entertaining yeah exactly which <laughs> are really close to your next table exactly. because you find new friends I mean every time you, you come there you just see people from all different uh, you know different corners of, of Naples I would say because it's not
2: yeah you'll have uh, you know the Bentleys the Jaguars yeah. the pickup trucks uh, the old beat up cars yeah. uh, and everybody you know we have some big tables so we turned them into community tables at times during lunch when I time we got two over there yeah, we got three more guys, to, to, another couple wants to join us. so everybody has a great time. Play a lot of blues music, uh, big band stuff, so it kind of depends on what the mood of the day is.
1: Right, right, right. Well, since we live in Naples and we know a lot of famous people, so, you know, uh, they live here, so uh, what would be the, if you can tell us the secret, what would be the most famous person you had there for barbecue?
2: Uh, entertainment-wise, uh, Donna Summer used to eat a lot.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, she used to So, eat. yeah, you were the one of the lucky ones when she was alive, she, yeah, she came she, over? Yeah,
2: she was, she was a beautiful woman. She would just come and eat and, uh, totally eat. So nice. And then, of course, Bob Huggins, our basketball coach of West Virginia, has been in a few times. A lot of, a lot of guys from West Virginia. Uh, and, of course, we had, uh, one of the guys with the long beards, uh, ZZ Top. ZZ Top? really? Yeah, they were in, um, ordered, and, uh, then they... Gave us a line at the concert one night when they were there, so that was. A are you good. kidding me? Yeah, it was
1: pretty awesome. Oh my god! How come you didn't call me? <laughs> Why
2: well, didn't know? My employees didn't even tell me till later. Oh really? Yeah, they <laughs> Maybe they me. didn't even know. They, they, they all went to the show and left me to close. Are, I
1: mean, are you that, kidding that, me? Yeah,
2: I'm not used to that.
1: That so. would be the last job, last day of the job right. for them. <laughs> when I, I, mean, they played in uh, Fort Myers, correct?
2: No, they played at uh, the old Phil here. Oh yeah, artists yeah, artists right, figures, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Yeah, so, uh, right. About a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that would be your famous uh, people in the restaurant.
2: Uh, I can, we've got a lot, but you know, but Naples is a strange town. You can have, uh, you know hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of people sitting in your restaurant that you don't even
1: know. Yeah, because they dress the same way. Right. Flip flops and shorts. Yeah, everybody's having a good <laughs> As time. As we do. Having a cold beer. You know. So what is the hard, hardest thing, uh, you know, running barbecue? Because uh, since you mentioned you run, uh, you ran different restaurants or different type of uh, cuisines, this must be so different. So what would be the hardest thing?
2: Well, the, the hardest thing, totally in Naples, is is adjusting to your volume knowing when people are going to eat or they're not. Uh, Even in the busy season, you can have slow days, or in the slow season, you can have busy days. So getting your volume level adjusted uh, so you don't waste product and keep the product fresh, that's the biggest challenge.
1: Is it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you still have to have that done in the freezer and in uh, you know uh, in the coolers and in the <laughs> in the barbecue ready. Right. You know, it's it's not something you can cook in five minutes. Yeah, so. you,
2: you've got a lot of a lot of phases. I mean, the, the ribs obviously come in frozen. The briskets are fresh. The pulled pork uh, pork butts are fresh, but the briskets come in frozen, or not the brisket, but the ribs, and uh, so you got a thaw schedule and a fresh schedule and a cook schedule, and so there's a, there's a lot of process and a rub schedule. Um, so work in progress, completed food. So it, it's it's You know,
1: listening to this, it's just like a lot of people don't don't realize uh, a restaurant and restaurant. I mean, I just realized how difficult, how different it must be to just uh, you know, because there's a lot of Italian restaurants on the Fifth Avenue, and they somehow you know compete between each other but the foods you know is almost the same it's pretty simple you know throw the spaghetti in and I'm not don't underestimate you know the amount of work around but just to the fact you know uh, you're doing same thing and you know, over and over and you can somebody just messed up meal or something can be done and replaced in 10 minutes or so but in your case I mean that's ours you know of barbecuing sitting there testing it as you mentioned even the machine is still you know uh, digitalized and, and can do the thing but but you still have to watch and you still have to know what you're doing. It's not that easy to, you know, to please people. So the quality of the food is, has to be there. And, you know, if you run out of something, you know, people just have to have patience and understand. You're not the one of the restaurants which can cook same thing in five minutes. Right.
2: A lot of times we, we do run out of things at the end of the day. Um, but you have to understand they can't be produced till tomorrow. Um so it starts early. And,
1: and, and uh, maybe some of the big fans of what they come to your restaurant, they can well, get I, upset, huh?
2: Yeah, you know, well, and we get people that want to party for 50 people tomorrow. And I'm like, first of all, I don't have a product here, much less the time to cook it fresh for you. So, you know, we, we have a lead time of a couple of days, a minimum, 48 so hours.
1: So, I mean, since you do catering and stuff, so, you know, you, people can order, and what would be the minimum you know another amount of money but minimum of like uh, per person or uh, i mean how many people minimum you would do as a catering if anybody interested like wedding party or something you know like a uh, party in the house or you know watching football or stuff we've uh we've done, do
2: we've done small parties but uh, it's the obviously the cost goes up because this the labor expense that goes up i mean if you want mm. it catered at your house but we do a lot of takeout that people serve at their own home okay uh, they just pick up or we can deliver.
1: Oh cool, so they can call you and they, they you just you know take the order and you need probably maybe day in yeah. advance or something well, like
2: uh, Super Bowl weekend or something people will call us by Monday or Tuesday um, and we'll have ready. Most of that is cold pickup for uh, Saturday. Oh, cool that they reheat on Sunday, so all of our foods reheatable. Um, it's got a great shelf, uh, seven day shelf life on it.
1: Oh, nice. So it's not like you have to finish it or, right. you know, no. good. So a lot of lunches yeah. you get, I mean, kids may have different lunches. Yeah. Parents every, don't every, finish their barbecue. Everybody orders extra food. They always like the leftovers. Oh, good. So since, uh, you've been in Naples, what, I mean, you've been here since 2000 or so, 17, 18 years.
2: 2001. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So why in Naples?
2: Well, I had a, a friend that owns a hotel here in town and I came down to, uh, uh, open a bar for him, a little chicky bar out back by the pool. And uh, we had made the arrangements in August of 2001, and I went back to Orlando and had to have uh, some surgery, and then woke up to the World Trade Center's falling down the next day. So I moved to town the end of September 2001, didn't know a soul, and opened a bar behind a hotel. So uh, I was there seven years. Everything went great. And uh, the hotel uh, bought me out of the bar, and I moved on and, and found the location for the restaurant. Now I had bought a smoker from uh, jerry uh, my friend so i had the smoker and, and i'd been involved in a golf course a restaurant and a couple of things so we did a lot of cooking with the smoker and then i found a little spot and i said it just said barbecue all over it when i walked in so so
1: you didn't have that plan it just happened no
2: it just uh yeah it just kind of happened one day and then i ended up with a barbecue restaurant a month later so.
1: <laughs> that's interesting because you know i don't know any other barbecue restaurant in naples do you
2: well, there's some changes. there's a couple privates, but uh, they're all a little different than us. Ours is more of a, a different style with the Texas brisket and the Oklahoma style ribs and the red sauce. so it's it's uh, we're kind of unique.
1: From what we you do. know we were talking before we started there's nine hundred fifty three restaurants in Naples. Uh, one of them museums, right. and 54 of them are out of business in 2017. Right, and you're still strong. That's, I mean, that's a statement. You know, what I'm saying it's, you know, what you're doing. The the food must be just uh, awesome. And going to your website, which by the way is what
2: uh, blackeyedpig.com.
1: Okay, when you see the first page and you uh, don't love what you see, I don't know what would make you. Fall in love with the food because it's already, you know, my my, my mouth is sort of w- already watering just to see the pictures. They're awesome.
2: See your pictures. Yeah, some great pictures, uh, great pictures on our uh, the Black Eyed Pig uh, Facebook page. Uh huh. So there's a lot of great pictures on there that our customers put in, and uh, you know, commentaries, uh, some good stuff on there.
1: That's great. I just want to mention uh, Carl as uh, a restaurant. Carl's restaurant, Black Eye Pig, saved Naples after the Hurricane Irma.
2: Yeah, we uh, were fortunate. We cooked all of our food. You know, it was kind of one of those catch-22 things. That uh, you know, sometimes hurricanes hit you. Sometimes they don't. Um, so you have to order food because if you don't order food, then you're going to be out of food if right. the hurricane misses you. So we just decided to order our normal amount, uh, and we cooked it all and froze it. So the day after the storm, we had no power, but we set up the uh, our smokers and grills and tent, and uh, yeah, we probably. Uh, we did a whole week's worth of sales at very discounted prices in like six hours. So we went, well, probably fed a thousand people.
1: Oh, uh, that you know when when if anybody experienced a hurricane, it's not that like it, it's not that same. And uh, they showing you on the TV it's a little different when you're here. And I think the. Biggest or hardest thing is not having electricity. Yeah. Because uh, you know, forget about air conditioning. You can live without it. But just the stuff like you know, turning light in the evening, and uh, be able to just sit and read or something or cook uh, or warm you know, uh, uh, you cook your food or something. It's just really difficult. Yeah, finding and, anything is difficult. Yeah, food, Food,
2: yeah. uh, you know, any of your essential stuff, bad habits, all that stuff. can You yeah. can't, just can't do it again.
1: That was the first <laughs> hurricane you ran through. Pardon me. That was the first hurricane. For you? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. uh, The rest of the hurricane you left the town?
2: That was the first hurricane since I've been at the restaurant. Oh, yeah. uh, I went through Wilma, of course. Uh, We had a generator for that at uh, at home. And then uh, I went through Charlie was the first one. That's when I had the little chicky bar by the pool. Right, right, right. Watching it try to blow off. So that was
1: yeah, it's just for somebody to get. My point was, I mean, when you don't have electricity, you cannot heat up your dinner or food. I mean, at least one, uh, you know, warm meal in three days is a, like blessing out of sky. Right. You know, so just for you to to be able to help the community and and provide them with the, uh, you know, with the warm meals. And I seen the people just packing it up and just go home with smile because you know none of the restaurants were in business. Uh,
2: plus, we had we had a lot of the working guys, the tree guys, and the, yeah. yeah. And the power guys yeah. and people that that had to eat
1: you yeah know? Uh, and there's no delivery there's no pizza yeah. and there's nothing I they're mean coming a, they're coming
2: to getting 50 to
1: 100 sandwiches at a time how so, did you let you let them know I mean how did they find you
2: uh, we just kind of opened up able to put a little sign up in front of the restaurant uh, and people talk
1: <coughs> yeah it's yeah. <laughs> just like old-fashioned well, especially
2: you know. now with Facebook and everything you've got uh, everybody the whole town knows about it it's like smoke signals in the town,
1: yeah. you know? <laughs> That is awesome. So I mean, you technically were you know, sending small signals because your, your little barbecue, yeah, that, that point yeah. was working and heating up stuff, so that was small signal.
2: Well, that was coming up on the end of our ninth year, so, I mean, it, yeah, it worked great.
1: And I think that the fact, you know, people were uh, served this hot meal uh, and hot meals, they, they, they remember your, oh, yeah, you we, know, your restaurant now.
2: The business has been really, really good since the hurricane. You know, we, we tried hard and uh, we did a great thing it worked out great
1: yeah I know you try hard because you're there all the time lights are on all the time yeah and uh, you build a little office because you don't even want to leave sometimes how tired you must be
2: yeah I went to the doctor and he says "Uh, you look tired I said well I I do work like 65 hours a week or I don't work that hard but I'm there
1: applying yeah, you know.
2: yeah. I'm the one man show I'm the legal department the accounting department the bill payer accounts
1: payable accounts receivable just regular small business yeah that's what you have to. Uh, you carry yeah. th- the trash outside too and you wash oh, the sure. floor yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't have idea what this is around to small business that's why we we love to support them and we like to get the story out of them because you know it's just a lot of hard work not many people just sign up for something for life like this you know they, they sometimes they like to just uh, kick their feet 4 p.m. Uh, on the table and watch uh, football, uh, you know, or have a beer or something. You cannot. You don't yeah. have the luxury.
2: When everybody else gets off, I'm just starting round two. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, what would be the biggest, uh, you know, uh, catering you ever had? How many people?
2: Uh, we did one uh, recently at uh, St. John Newman for 400. 400 people. Yeah. Oh my God. And we just did one recently for 300 people. So, you know, those are no big deal.
1: So, you're already trained. Yeah. You prepared.
2: Uh, they may have been tough first year.
1: <laughs> just, now you already have that. Yeah. Covered. So,
2: uh We have one coming up next week for 125, and it's you know.
1: And the reason why I'm saying this is, you know, your kitchen is not like the, you know, like the commercial I kitchen. Think the whole restaurant. Yeah,
2: is, I know. Inside of the restaurant, is maybe 600 square feet with seven tables.
1: So it's just a really cozy place. But you know, when you when you're making something for 300 people, there must be a lot of logistics behind it.
2: Uh, it's a little organization, ordering. But we have plenty of refrigeration. And we have our storage rooms and stuff. So we have uh, adequate
1: resources. And, the, you know, just the fact uh, you, you are open for something like this because, you know, some people would be probably scared 300 people, you know, catering you don't want to, you're all mess up you don't want to make something well, wrong you or know, bad you do kind of
2: take it personal since it's your business and um, so that's why I'm there all the time I mean, it's my names
1: on it yeah, So that no, actually, your name is not a black guy <laughs> well,
2: similar, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> who came with the design, because it's really funny pardon me? who did the design for you? The design of the restaurant? No, design of the logo. Uh, uh,
2: We—that's kind of a secret, but
1: uh, you know, how how many beers were involved?
2: Well, there was four of us and probably a case, uh, and we kept coming up with names, and we had. Some things we looked at, and, and this the picture of the logo happened to remind us of something we looked at, and uh, then we had it drawn out and designed. And but we kept we had tons, probably a hundred names, right? And we kept coming back to the black-eyed pig. And so then I said thank you very much, and we settled on it, and we ate some barbecue, and that's we're, and, yeah, and you started. Pig.
1: That's it. That's yeah. how you start business in Naples. Yep, you just have a case of beer with your friends. <laughs> it's very easy. Absolutely. That's how it sounded. It's a South Florida style. I know. I know. Right. <laughs> At least uh, you know we do not going to ask what the beer was because uh, a lot of people would get inspired, maybe start competition. Right. Right. So, so uh, it was you... cold. How's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you are in the industrial uh, uh, area, so right. I would assume lunch is probably very strong for you, right?
2: It is. Uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, the company owners. Um, a lot of uh, salespeople. Uh, we have all kinds. We have a lot. There's construction, mortgage and, brokers, yeah. real estate brokers, investment guys, bankers. You just never know who's going to show you up. You
1: know what? This is interesting. Everybody has taste for or taste buds for good barbecue. Right. No, maybe not, not every single day, but it's just it's really unusual to uh, you know see this in Naples or have or taste this uh, in Naples. Because you go to South Carolina or you know uh, Atlanta, uh, yeah, uh, sorry, Atlanta, yeah. Georgia, or some different states like that. That's just normal food there right there. You yeah, know. and
2: they're and they're all packed every day.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. So, you know, people you know they talk they know and uh they order lunch or do you do any lunch specials or how that
0: works uh
2: we like to consider everything special at our place okay that's, that's why we just do what we we focus on what we do uh-huh. we do it great and uh, i don't feel a need to to uh, discount the price
1: no no great. no, i'm not saying discounting but just like do you cook like a monday you do something well, we, uh, again, you know again, tuesday something
2: else yeah we're so small that uh it's it's hard to change things up uh-huh. i've got everything in such an order and To throw something in new. Uh,
1: So, what would be the normal lunch uh, meal price, so you know these people can get idea?
2: Uh, Well, you know we're not fast food. So again, we're we're uh, we're specialty food. We're kind of uh, it's a lot of food. Um, You're in the. The lunch is here in the eight to twelve dollar range.
1: Ten dollar lunch. I mean, yeah. come on, is yeah. you gonna go wrong with it? Because even if you go to McDonald's, still gonna be like nine dollars, which I don't eat that, but at least you see the prices somewhere. Yeah. You know? So, you know, we're getting really passionate cooking, uh, specialty meal and ten dollars or under that. I think that's a great value.
2: Yeah, it's uh, I think it's a great deal. I asked a friend of mine, uh, if he thought you know that's a good range, and he said the uh. I kind of forget how I said it but it, it'll come back to me in a second it was a great uh, he said price is only an issue uh, in absence of value
1: so, yeah yeah that, that uh, is actually a very sum. smart statement so uh, and uh, so you do lunches dinners now uh, dinners I know you had some specials right uh,
2: sometimes we'll run uh, dinner specials we've got our sample. in the summer usually uh, yeah our sample platter um, is four different quality meats. And uh, along with two sides and bread, so that's a big, big dinner item that we like to do. But we have the same uh, menu for
1: lunch and dinner. Do you do any like uh, any? Do you have a lot of couples coming, like like a wife and husband sure. dinner type so of thing? A lot of
2: families. Uh, we have a lot of kids. We're kid friendly, so we have a lot of kids
1: in as well good we have
2: one high chair so don't bring too big
1: (laughs) (laughs) one only the other one is in parking lot waiting (laughs) when the space is empty bring your own yeah Yeah. bring your own now uh, you don't have no seating outside this is kind of difficult in your location so you know everything is uh, inside as you said you have nine tables but uh, everybody's just so close to each other I would assume you have locals and you have uh, you know people which comes uh, really not daily but very often oh yeah what is the atmosphere like?
2: uh well, it's it's real cozy. Uh, wood top tables, uh, wood walls. We have a nice little six top counter bar. We got a lot of pigs hanging around on the walls and some decorations and uh, great music and everybody's having a good time. So, so do you it's, go? It's very 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 small. So everybody is involved in.
1: In conversation, yeah, it's, it's not a like you can avoid the conversation next day. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, it's not like a good place to plan a, a bad event
1: or something. Right, 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 over here. It's not the place to, uh, you know, do the romantic dinner with uh, right. with a proposal.
2: Uh, yeah, well, Valentine's not one of our biggest.
1: Carl, <laughs> sure. uh, well, I know you're traveling because you have uh, family and, and uh, friends in different states. Do you usually go to different restaurants and taste their barbecue so you can compare, compare and uh, you know what the competition in different states? has?
2: I do. Uh, it's always good to get uh, an idea. You know, barbecue is so regionalized. In North Carolina, you can go 20 miles and have a completely different taste in barbecue. So you can have, especially in sauces, you can have a red pepper sauce. Uh, you can have a mustard sauce in South Carolina. You can have a red sauce. So. All over the country is different. I mean, it's uh, it's, it's you can drive t- literally 15 miles and have a complete different style of barbecue there.
1: That's right, because there's a lot of competition, like barbecue competition. I mean, at least on TV, you can see you know, well, people sure. compete. Did you ever, like, thought entering?
2: Well, I have the new smoker, so that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm focusing mostly on work and paying the bills right now.
1: <laughs> okay, so, so it's not the plan to drag that somewhere in, maybe, in Carolina? Yeah, maybe when I'm retired or something. Okay, that's good to know. So we will be, you know, we will be cheering for you. Maybe
2: yeah, I can work a couple of days a week and and then relax.
1: That's it. So. Yeah, that's what you are looking for. So, since you're speaking of that, everybody thinks, you know, we live in the most beautiful place in Naples, paying a lot of money for hotels and restaurants and accommodations and everything. Coming here for vacation, when was the last time you hit the beach?
2: I uh, I actually uh, think I went maybe in August.
1: Really? Yeah. Did you swim? No. Considering this is January. Right. <laughs> so, how many years, how many times in a year you actually go and, and swim?
2: Uh, I'm not a big, uh, I used to fish a lot, uh, so I know there's a lot of big critters in the water out there. Are they? So I've never not, been there, I, I, so I don't know. I'm not a big swimmer, but... Uh, that's not for me. I like pools if I want to swim. on. Yeah. You just
1: it. want to know where the, where the bottom is. Right. Yeah. Right. That's better, right? And I can see it. Yeah. 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 And you can see nothing is eating you. Right. Yeah. That's a good perspective. Uh, for me, I was uh, I put my feet in the water last year three times.
2: Well, that's usually it. when I go to the beach, I just put my feet in. That's it. To wash the sand off so I can put some more sand on. So that's
1: <laughs> it. Yeah. Just, just the funny. You know, a lot of people, even uh, me, when they meet me, they go, oh, you live in the most beautiful place. And I go, say, yeah, I've been here 22 years yeah you can enjoy all the beaches and stuff they don't realize you know everything it would be doing to just keep uh, above the water
2: yeah cold beer by the beach yeah, It's
1: that, it's tastes different yeah well <laughs> that's what we probably do just for the people coming from different countries and different states because we have uh, actually people uh, you know watching us in live on Instagram and in Sweden and England and uh, you know some of the some of the places like Norway and they're thinking what Naples uh, is and they see the pictures. So this is the reality. When you live here, you just keep working. Uh, you know, because yeah. that's the life like anywhere else.
2: It's kind of like uh, how often do you ski when you live in Switzerland. Yeah, you, know, you, you do You're probably ski much.
1: working all the time. Yeah, but. you don't ski much. That's right. So what's your uh, favorite place in Naples then?
2: Uh, I have a lot of favorite places. Most of my I like uh, a little out of the way places. but You well. want
1: to share them? Or? Not really. <laughs> you don't. You don't want people <laughs> to meet you there. I get that. And it's, it's hard to get away.
2: So it's, yeah, is it? When I find my little corner, I have to go watch a football game or a basketball game. I'm a big uh, uh, Mountaineer fan, so it's <clears throat> nothing worse than having to talk your way through a game when you really want
1: to watch it. So. Yeah, I get that. So um, let's say, what's your favorite restaurant?
2: Uh, again, you know, I don't. I don't get out
1: very much. I, I'm, sh- I'm sure you don't eat in, <laughs> in Olive Garden, do you?
2: Uh, you know, there's some things I like at the Olive Garden, the uh, soup and salad, but i never get there. It's on the other side of town.
1: Yeah, well, that's
2: true. So, well,
1: Traffic is horrible. Yeah, I
2: yeah, know. Especially this time of the year.
1: Yeah, it just takes you really long time to get anywhere. So we like to come into work really early and and go home really late.
2: I'm uh, I'm a big I like steaks, so um, you know. I like Andre's Steakhouse, Schulz.
1: You know what? That's a really places. nice in, uh, restaurant. The Andre, you know, he had been in business and specialized in steaks for a long time, too. So
2: Yeah, and they're small. I mean, it's not the uh, fanciest place in the world, but the food's always fantastic and the, the help is great.
1: So you just gave him a little shout out there? Yeah, uh-huh.
2: my buddy Dell that works there as a bartender. we um, always eat at the bar. It's
1: a great place. Yeah, good. Good to know. So uh, if people come to your restaurant, they can always find you there, right?
2: Uh, most, I'm always, uh, I have a little office next door, so I'm always usually close to the property.
1: If you're not at the restaurant, you're just uh, around uh, like 20 feet and not farther than that, right? Uh, I'm,
2: I'm within uh, two or three minutes,
1: yeah. Uh, two, two walls down. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Somehow, right? Somehow. So, let's just say this. Uh, I know you prepared some, uh, you know, some... Uh, little enticement so if somebody's listening this podcast and, and got to this end which is around uh, probably 40 minutes uh, is uh, there's a secret word you want to hear when they come and they're gonna get uh, as you said house wine or beer if it order off the meal so if you order any dinner uh, you know it can be only single person and you uh, Carl will just tell you what the secret would be a secret code and you whisper in his ear you get uh, free beer and free wine. <laughs> well, myself or the girls, I'll share it with I them. was just you know, thinking if there's a nice looking girl and she whispering the secret words, you know, for a glass of wine, oh, the, the makes, Nice
2: looking girls can tell me, but then yeah, okay. you know, if it's guys, they want to talk to my, any of my uh, attractive staff. That's what Dakota. I was thinking, you know, you did
1: all day, you know, I wanted to cheer up so, your, uh, your day with somebody good looking.
2: All right, the word is, are you ready? Are you yeah. ready for this yeah, word?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, it's a custom word
2: we invented it ourselves it's okay. called piglicious piglicious piglicious
1: you got it. so if you if you whisper to anybody piglicious uh i heard that in divine naples podcast this is uh, this is going to get you free uh, wine or beer in this wonderful restaurant now before we end this and I hope, you, you know, you're okay with that. I have five questions which are a little bit more personal. So I want you to open up about this so people can know you better. And uh, those five questions are coming, you ready? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, well, you don't know what is coming. <laughs> you're still in good mood because you have another beer here. It makes you feel good. So the first question is, what is your superpower?
2: My superpower,
1: wow. Um. You didn't expect that coming from the guy with oxen, huh?
2: No, I always—I uh, guess I, uh, I've always been able to fall in a quick stand and uh, dig my way out.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. So the superpower is what? Strength?
2: Uh, inner strength, metal strength. Is right. it? That's awesome. Tenacity, I think, is the word.
1: So then um, I'm gonna skip the question because the second one is gonna be number different, different number. Uh, what is your favorite color? Um. Well, because just, you're the second guy here doing <laughs> yeah. podcast in the pink.
2: Well, you know, pink's always good. You know, don't, don't have to worry about yourself. Wear yeah, pink.
1: when you wear pink, it looks good and guys. So, yeah. what's your favorite color?
2: Uh, actually, I, I'm uh, I'm looking at a new car and I really like it in red.
1: Red color? Yeah. Good to know. Now, what you are afraid of? That is number three. Question number three: What are you afraid of? Uh,
2: heights, most definitely
1: heights. So, like, like four feet and higher?
2: Yeah. I can't watch a show with anybody on a roof, rooftop or a helicopter goes
1: over a cliff. What I, about light bulb? Light bulbs? Yeah. Like you change them or you call somebody?
2: I call uh, uh, a friend of mine.
1: What's his name? Um,
2: Mark? <laughs> yeah, that's <it>. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to make him that busy.
1: <laughs> so light bulb is already an issue for well, you. you.
2: know the worst are the, uh, the those uh,
1: batteries in the uh, smoke box. detectors. Yeah, oh my god! Box. Everybody Suppose, loved them, especially the middle. one in the stairwell. Yeah, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. We have them. We all have them. <laughs> so um, another question is: What is your favorite? That's number uh, number four. What is your favorite place uh, for vacation? Hmm.
2: Uh, I you know over my life I've traveled quite a bit when I was younger, but uh, I always go back. I really enjoyed my uh, couple of trips to Cancun, Mexico. Really? Yeah, that's my great beach—the crystal clear water and Corona. I always.
1: Go. Yeah, well, I was somehow expecting that somewhere tropical <laughs> because <laughs> since you live in Naples, I mean, nothing better than going to the beach, right? Right. I was expecting you're gonna say like Hawaii. Yeah, Steamboat, Colorado is a good place to go. Oh, is it?
2: Yeah, but I'm, I've, I've, my skin and blood have gotten really thin here, so I get cold easy.
1: You know, everybody yeah, everybody gets like spoiled with that, so you really don't want to go to winter places anymore, right, yeah. after years here?
2: Well, and, you know, like Mexico is nice and tropical. I always go to the beach. You always got a cool breeze.
1: So you survive four questions the fifth one is the most tougher one so i want you to know and I, i'm sure everybody else would do appreciate if because there's a lot of young people here and and uh you know when you get older you get wiser type of thing and maybe they can learn something from this podcast so what would you tell uh, yourself in 15 year old uh, carl there if i was 15 yeah, talking to
2: myself yeah. again yeah
1: uh
2: stay focused uh, stay focused on what? Well, on what's you, your plan? Make a plan and stay focused because I was all over the world when I was 15. Um, 15 year old usually focus on girls. Well, I had that and uh, music and college. I know. Uh, uh, We've us all all done it, right?
1: And, so what, what would you change? Uh,
2: just stay focused on what you want to do and, and don't go in so many directions. If you have a plan, make a plan follow the plan it took me a while to figure that out
1: you know this is such a good advice because i tell you i i I mean you can tell i'm from different country but just to the fact you guys what opportunities you have here and and what you can achieve and do do uh, even today it's 2018 and uh, january 2018 and and you know the the fact that internet is around and available and people don't take advantage of it and and, you know just like think about our uh like grandparents you know some of them don't have electricity or didn't have electricity they had candles and they didn't have that opportunity so i I thank you for you know the advice if anybody younger listening this stay focused and uh focus on the right things. i would say right you got it so what do you think we did we did it okay? I think so. Great. So, Carl, thank you very much for sharing your, uh, your story about your restaurant, about your business. Keep watching Divine Naples. We will uh, make sure people know about you because that's what we do. That's our passion. And hopefully, you know, next year or so we can get you back in studio. Great. Get some barbecue here and have a party. How about that? Have a barbecue fest. That is awesome. Thank you very much for coming. All right, Rich. Thanks you. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. All right, thanks.
0: I hope you enjoyed this interview and sadly I have to inform you that Carr left us this year shortly before his 63rd birthday, but he will stay in our hearts forever. Please keep supporting his businesses currently operated by his family that are keeping his dream alive. Thank you.